to a skill check for Positive Gaming Podcast from YMT Exeter. My name's Andy. And my name is Becky. And uh, this is all a bit new. It's a bit weird. <laughs> how, how are your nerves? Yeah, I'm not great with cameras, so we'll see how this goes. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, welcome. This is, if, if you are listening to this through the medium of headphones this is our first attempt at also doing a video podcast as well if this does go live on youtube or not i think we'll have to see how this comes out but uh, if you are watching us on youtube Hello. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome to the Skill Check Studio. We've upgraded a little bit. We have upgraded. We're not in a cupboard anymore. Yeah, yeah. We always used to record all these in a little cupboard. And it felt a bit like a cupboard. Yeah. Yeah. And this is amazing. So cool. We've definitely upgraded. Yes. um, How it comes out. It's a learning process like everything else in life, I guess. Yeah. We'll get better at it. I'm sure. Um, so cool coming up we have we're going to catch up on a few bits and pieces I know we've been away for a while so I feel like we need to catch up yeah we're going to talk about Ubisoft yeah Ubisoft Connect yeah we've got he says looking at his notes Unravel 2 nice as a game of the week game of the week and well and then first we've got gaming Gaming news. news Gaming news. Gaming news. Yeah. So our first piece of gaming news this week is uh, the Super Mario movie. The Super Mario movie has broken box office records set by Frozen 2, scoring the most successful global opening of all time for an animated movie. Despite being poorly reviewed by critics, the film has been in a box office success, taking home around 303 million in the first five days after release. In the film, Chris Pat voices the Italian plumber, while Jack Black voices the villain Bowser. The film got a, score, a critic score of 57% on Rotten Tomato, which was eclipsed by a 96% audience score. Did you see it? Have I you seen have seen it? it. Is it we good? We went there as a family. It yeah. is. The 10-year-old loved it. Yeah. You know, there's lots of kind of... Stuff. Okay. There's lots of giggles, lots of laughter. Yep. Jack ba- Jack Black. Jack Back? <laughs> Jack, Jack Black <laughs> was awesome. Yep. Chris Pratt, I don't care if he is voicing Mario or not. Okay. You know. Yeah. It is a fun movie. Mm-hmm. Alright. Critics don't like it. Critics are probably there going. Is this a movie that is kind of ticks certain boxes? Yep. You're going to want them to watch it over and over again? All that sort of stuff. To be honest, I don't know if I'm going to want to watch it more than two, three times. Okay. <laughs> the kids, on the other hand, they might. Yeah. And I think that is the audience that it's aimed at. Yeah. But first time watching it, fun film. Yeah. Fun family film. That's kind of what it is. Yeah. And... It, is there it enough? might not be designed it might not be there for you okay you know, if, yeah I was going to say because there normally is something for like adults in these kind of films isn't there so did you find that there was a bit of like uh, stuff for adults in it do you mean like Shrek type humour yeah oh not necessarily Shrek type humour often in like even like Disney films there's it, like little jokes that only adults will get that kids do I don't think so not, no. not I remember it's Ooh, just, interesting it's just a fun film yeah it was just Fun okay. story. Nice. There, there might be kind of, I guess, moments where some of the plot yeah. kind of appeals more to people with kind of 
gone there and kind of been there kind of stuff yep. about wanting people to look up to you mm-hmm. and wanting people kind of wanting people's kind of recognition and approval yeah which i guess is more of a universal thing mm-hmm. um but you know yeah that that's that's something that i guess adults yep. relate to yeah but yeah it's just okay. a good fun film fun nice Okay, cool. Our second piece of gaming news. Sega buys Angry Birds. Sega has agreed to buy games maker... It's all about the mobile. Yes, it is. We're back to the mobile gaming again. The company behind Angry Birds. The Japanese company has paid £625 million for the Finland-based company. Rovio has said that Angry Birds was the first mobile game to be downloaded more than a billion times. Rovio is expecting the mobile game market to grow by 56% by 2026. Sega is going to use Rovio's knowledge in mobile gaming to help bring current and new titles to the global global mobile gaming market. Billion times. I mean, I knew Angry Birds was big, but billion. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, a lot. A billion. I know. It's, it's a little bit unbelievable, but I do think... I was trying to think back to when Angry Birds was first released, and I think everybody had it on their phone. That's like, true. It is. Like, we definitely... I had it on my phone. I don't think I have it on there anymore, but... It is ridiculous. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, it's about yeah. mobile games. And we had had this conversation before where we were talking about when we were talking about Sony versus um Microsoft. Microsoft. Oh, we were doing so far. I know we're going so well with it. Yeah. So it's um, about um, but actually their their acquisition of Activision isn't really about Call of Duty, it's more about mobile gaming and how mobile gaming is going to grow so much mm. in the next few years um so yeah it's, it's another yeah sega want in which is another Fair thing enough. so it might mean that you have more sonic games on your mobile which will be interesting more good sonic games on the mobile i mean are there good sonic games on the mobile i think they're all a bit bitty aren't they but yeah so that'll be interesting to see i think yeah cool our third piece of gaming news, and we're going back to Sony. Um, the PlayStation 5 has now been on sale in the US for more than 29 for 29 months and has sold more than the PS4 did in the same time period. The PS5 okay. was the best-selling console in terms of both units sold and dollars generated for March 2023, and is also the best seller for calendar years so far. The news comes as Sony quietly raised the prices of games across PC platforms, suggesting that Sony doesn't really care about PC gamers. Okay, let's put a full, <laughs> let's, let's put a full stop there because okay. I think that's already two yeah. interesting kind of nuggets of yeah. news and information. Basically, PS5 is huge. Yep. And Sony PC game prices are yep. uh, silently creeping, creeping upwards. Up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, which takes us back to the same old argument of knowing what it is you want, can you afford it, is it... Well, they're desperate to be able to buy the PlayStation. a little bit of time. Yeah, people just want to buy PlayStation. Well, they want them to buy PlayStations, so what they're doing is raising the prices of PC games so that it's cheaper to buy... PlayStation games and then people would make it to buy PlayStation. The last now bit, and there's a reason to, why you made me pause. I made you pause because I I feel like I was I've been building up <laughs> to this, to this moment. moment over the last 
couple of episodes. Yeah. You know, we did an almost entire episode where I, mean, I about raved about The Last of Us TV show. Shall I read a little bit of a yeah, second? Yeah, you can, do it. Do yeah. It. So as well as this, the long-awaited rela- re- release of The Last of Us Part 1 on Steam has been plagued by crashing and excruciatingly long loading times. And Andy's face, I mean, you need to watch the video podcast for this, because Andy's face is very distressed because he was waiting so long for this game to be available on a PC platform. And now he's sad because it's a rubbish. <laughs> <sighs> He's very sad. Well, is it rubbish? Yeah, yeah. The game's the game is the same game as it was before. So the game is good. When I manage to get the game to load, when it runs, it's runs fine. Yeah, it's it's a good game, and there's it's definitely different to the TV show. I understand. Yeah. Why some people are like. Oh, it's not the same. Well, it's not the same. It's TV. <laughs> one's a TV show, one's a game. Show. Yeah, <laughs> and I understand why they've made some changes. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Granted, I can't necessarily get the graphics to work as nicely as I'd like it to. Yeah. But man, alive! I've ra- I I I've I've been meaning to count the amount of times I've released patches. Yeah. So far. Wow. And it's only been out for a few weeks. Wow. Um, when you load it up, every now and well, particularly when you first load it up, and yeah. I think what happens is that um, after a patch or after particular patches, it does this again. Yeah. Now it uh, calculates shaders. Yeah. Which is basically how it uh, handles things like textures okay. and lights and things like that. And that takes... A f- an age yeah. to do. And I think that's what threw people to start with mm. in that. And the, the advice I saw was that when you first load it up, to let it finish loading up and working out what it wants to do with the textures and things yeah. like that within the game before you hit start. Because if you hit start and it's still doing this, it is a lot of work. <laughs> and for all other games, it's getting almost as simple to game on a PC than it is on a console. Yeah. And then this comes along. Yeah. And it is a lot of work yeah. compared to how it should be. Yeah. So it is all of me let down. It, it does. <laughs> <sighs> <We're not. laughs> yeah, it, it kind of does and doesn't in that yeah. I, I'm aware like one of for lucky people with a PC that yeah. can actually run the flipping thing. Yeah. Um, I've got, yeah, I've got one device that I will run it and it's, mm. yeah, yeah. I mean, so I'm lucky, I'm, I'm happy I get to play it. The fact I get to play it is a good thing. It's a good game. Yeah. But as you said, it's complicated. It shouldn't be this complicated. It should not be this amount of patches needed to be released within the first few weeks. Yeah. Um, my personal bugbear with it is, you know, when you play a game and it tells you what control to press, what button to press. Yeah. Gives me the PlayStation equivalent when I'm using, like, Xbox-style uh, okay. controller. I'm like, flip's sake, <laughs> I don't have a triangle button <laughs> on this controller. It's getting very angry. <laughs> ah, I'm fine. I'm uh, fine. And they could talk about this all day, like, a little, like, roundabout 
how the last of us went on this pc after you waited for it for so long i mean yeah i i guess i understand people being disappointed yeah. with it okay um I'm, I'm happy with what i've got but i understand the level of disappointment and level yeah. of upset and anger and yeah and i guess it's an argument really for not buying games day one on pc yeah you're gonna wait a bit yeah yeah well surprisingly that is the end of gaming news right yes shall we talk ubisoft ubisoft yeah the good news is ubisoft connect so the kind of subscription thing from ubisoft um has come to xbox nice which is good news yeah because it means that Games from Ubisoft are now more easily accessible on Xbox. Yeah. Good news, right? Good news, yeah. What's the not-so-good news? Uh, so, where where's the uh, amount? To be able to get it on Xbox, yeah. you have to cough up £14.99 a month. That's expensive. Okay. That is for what's called the multi-access plan. Right. And granted, from that, you also get kind of cloud gaming, so you can play games like Assassin's Creed um, on uh, via the cloud, and you can also do that via Amazon Luna Mm -hmm. as well. Yes. Yeah, we're talking about that. Which, yeah, okay, which basically means you can play any games from, well, almost any game from Ubisoft pretty much wherever you are. Yeah. Which is a good thing. Okay. But fourteen ninety nine a month. Yeah. That is expensive. I'm like, so for Xbox Game Pass. Mm-hmm. And yes, I know that Game Pass is ridiculously cheap in an attempt to get lots of people subscribing mm-hmm. and to try and make the money just by sheer force of numbers yeah. of people giving their money to Xbox. Forty ninety nine a month in comparison. Mm. Um, so, Xbox um, Game Pass is currently ten ninety nine a month. Okay, and that is the all singing, all dancing version. Okay, right. So and but so there are actually cheaper versions of Game Pass out there. Okay. So if you just want Game Pass on your console and that's all you want it for, mm. I think it's something like seven ninety nine. Okay, interesting. Which when you compare that to forty ninety nine and seven ninety nine. Yeah. At this, the moment of recording mm. gets you a few Ubisoft games as part of that as well. Yeah. Which I think oh, um, Odyssey and Unity, I think. Mm-hmm. Basically the Roman and the Egypt ones. Right. But you can also, via... Um, Xbox, you can also get games like uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla mm-hmm. for ooh, about $18.99 on sale at okay. the moment. So and then that's yours to kind of download <laughs> yeah. and keep. And... So it's whether it's worth spending the £15 a month pretty much on the, like, the Game Pass or whether it's worth just buying the games outright. <laughs> yeah, and I think that is what I'm saying, and I think that's what a lot of other people are saying yeah. as well. It's like, people going, oh, this is good. This is good thing that, hang on, it's, it's how much? Yeah. Because it's £40.99. Yeah. And a lot of people, if you're already getting Game Pass, 
Yeah. All of a sudden, that is the best part of 30 quid a month. Yeah. Do you like, have to get Game Pass to get the Ubisoft Pass? No. Okay. You could get so one. you could get one and not the other. Uh-huh. But then, like, would you do that? I think, well, I don't know, because I think what a lot of people were hoping for were for Ubisoft Connect to be part of Game, Game Pass. Pass. Yeah. And there is... Because with uh, Game Pass Ultimate, you can get uh, access to EA games as well. Yeah. So it becomes quite a huge collection of okay. video games. I think people were hoping that Microsoft mm. were going to be able to do a deal with Ubisoft to basically include yeah. Ubisoft games as part of this. Yeah. It's not happened. Yeah, it's interesting. Like, so it's the same a bit with Luna, though, wasn't it? Like, we were, when we were looking at Luna the other week, that everything you wanted to add extra to it you had to pay mm. for mm. so like it seems that they're now like racking up costs with it yeah oh yeah, yeah. Um, I think but, it, but even just looking at Luna mm. I think that was something like seven ninety nine. I, I think it was £7 I felt like the Ubisoft one was £7 or something on, on Luna ish no I think I think with um, Luna you still had to like pay out for Ubisoft Connect or something like that yeah but with just for Luna games so uh, with that you get games like Sonic and Resident Evil mm-hmm. and a load of other games as part of the Amazon Luna package yeah uh, that was just $7.99 a month yeah which in comparison to $40.99 yeah I but mean, then if you wanted to get the Ubisoft Ubisoft games on Luna, you'd still have to pay extra. But yeah, I really yeah, don't yeah. feel like... I think we looked at it, and I don't think... I would actually look at it again, just to check how much it was. I don't think it was as much as the £15 that you have to pay for Xbox. So I guess what we're saying is, if you want a game subscription, really think about it, right? Yeah, really think about it, yeah. It, um, and also, I think it's good to learn how to, like, go, okay, which games do I want to play? How do I what's the best way of budgeting in for those games mm. so it might be worth just not paying for for the Ubisoft thing for like a month and then buying a game outright um, it really depends A how you're going to play them Sorry. and how much you're going to play them and mm. which games you're going to play yeah yeah mm. yeah I think yeah that that, that last question which games are you going to play yeah because if you wouldn't want like if you only want one Ubisoft game and you want one EA game it's actually not worth paying for I'm very aware we're taking a break for Easter and I'll come back angry about state of gaming <laughs> he's going to come back so cross about everything that's going on in gaming last of us I'm cross about Ubisoft I'm cr- yeah. cross about how much everything costs yeah and when like as it's, it seems like a bit of a they haven't judged it right like particularly now mm. with cost of living going up I just don't feel like they've maybe judged this the right way like mm. they could have really offered it in a different way and I feel like they just haven't judged it right well obviously Ubisoft have some hope we'll I guess stay tuned and see yeah. what they do And now it's time for Andy's Game of the Week. Andy, what's your game this week? Are you going to try well, and introduce yourself then? <laughs> I was just getting confused over where the record button was. Oh, okay. On the okay. Yep. Well, hopefully, 
Yeah. If you're watching this on yeah. our video podcast, you'll see some game footage behind us. Um, yes. Using the Marvel technology, you yeah. see snippets from Unravel 2. Yes. Which is a very bizarre game when you try and talk about it, when you try and break it down into what it actually involves. Yeah. So one hand is a very kind of basic puzzle platformer where you are controlling two different characters yeah. uh, as as you try and make your way across the landscape ahead of you. Yeah. So very much going from your left to your right. Very mm-hmm. classic, very traditional, very almost retro yeah. in its approach. Yeah. Graphic-wise, it's not retro. It's always a beautiful-looking game. Um, the characters are made out of yarn, if you're American, yeah. wool, if you're wool. English. Yeah. Um, so there is this game mechanic where you're kind of throwing kind of bits of wool over yeah. kind of obstacles and you're pulling each other up. What we love about this game at home is that it's two-player. Yeah. Or it can be two player, and it's a, it's a two player. It's couch. It's you kind of sat there in front of a TV screen, and mm-hmm. you're trying to work it out together. Yeah. It's collaborative. That's a good word. Yeah, I I so rarely for your game of the week, Andy. I've actually played this game. Excellent. <laughs> yeah, normally when we have your game of the week, I've never played the games that we you were talking about. But I have actually played this one and we enjoy it because it's a collaborative game. So mm. you have to work together. So if you've got obstacles you have to get over, so one of you will have to like throw some yarn, the other one will have to like crawl up and then the other person um, so it's, it's nice an element of actually working together. Yeah. It's an element of someone having a strop over yeah. how to do it. Yeah. Great, okay. Yeah. Uh, is there an element of um, the person throwing a strop just going... Because what we picked up on is there's a mechanic in the game where one um, character can basically be carried by the other character. Yeah. Is an element there of the person throwing a strop just going, carry me through this. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Because that's what we had. Yeah. yeah this is me <laughs> playing with my daughter. <laughs> Not my wife. Not my wife. Let's <laughs> make that clear. Uh, so, yeah, good fun game. Um, it is found on many, many yeah. platforms. Possibly not the cheapest. It's possibly not the sort of game you see on sale often. Yeah. Um, but if you do see it on sale, it's probably worth picking yeah. up if you're it's looking for a really two-player game. co-op game. Yeah. There's another game that I would totally recommend if you're really into two-player games. I didn't check how much it was before. But it, it Takes Two, which is another game. It's so very I similar. I play this. Yeah, so there's like a husband and a wife, they get shrunk by their child. Mm. And then they have to like find their way back to their child. Is that a game that forces you to play two-player? I don't know. I okay. do research. I've only ever played it two-player because I normally am playing with like my brother-in-law. Mm. So I've never like tried to play it. I think you can play it on one person but I think you have to like hop between okay. like father and uh, mother father and mother I was uh, going to say husband and wife husband and wife that's the one dad yep that's the one um, and so yeah they, yeah, it's a really good game and it's nice it's very similar to this in terms of how you have to collaborate together and work mm. together in order to be able to um, yeah get through the game basically I keep meaning to play that that's yeah, it's probably going to come up at some point yeah we can talk more about it when you've played it yes Yes, but yeah, that is uh, this week's Game of the Week. Nice. 
Yeah, and that's all we've got time for this week. We really hope that you've enjoyed this podcast and also video podcast. So podcast. if this makes it yeah, online, yeah, if this makes it online, hopefully it will. We're we're working on it. Um, yeah, if you want to uh, find us, you can find us on all social medias at YMCAxter, and you can find us on Instagram at YMCAxter Games. Um, we're there. I'm gonna cough. <laughs> that's not good. Um, Yes, that's right. We are going to live stream <laughs> Becky choking. <laughs> um, yeah, and so yeah, um, we hope that you are this much well, and we will see you next week. <laughs>